So another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I want to host Chris and my co-host, a very good friend. He's Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK season ten, episode fuck knows, Casseramore <laughs> reunion. Why did you delete that out of the document? <laughs> Just went to read it. It's like, where is it? So, <laughs> Chris, on this unknown episode, what where would you like to start it's, today? Well, the last time was episode 31 days, just to throw it in the mix. It's um, must be 33, thanks. We we've got a couple to wrap up, haven't we? No, no. Last night's episode was 31. Oh, okay. you know that, right, yeah, yeah, right. Anyway, wait, we of... come for your up-to-date, accurate facts. We <laughs> 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 could a bit of admin there, Chris. Anyway, anyway, um, so we got Castle Amor, didn't we? We got the whole Molly, Zach thing. We got, like, I did like the fact that Molly obviously been seeing what Katie did, Dave, and she pulled away from the kiss, didn't she? You know, I'm going to make you work for it. And then she's like, to the camera, but really, I wanted to kiss him. I'm like, mm, okay. Didn't really last that long. I still don't understand what the attraction is with Zach with any of the girls. I just don't get it, Dave. And that's probably coming from a middle-aged bloke. What the hell do I know? I just don't understand it. But yeah, Molly seems to be front and centre. And we talked about, is there actually going to be any drama? Is there actually going to be any sort of, any of the guys making moves? And I was wrong, Dave. Or should I say, you were wrong, Dave. I'm just tagging you in that and blaming you. But um, yeah, what did you think of that one then, Dave? Well, I still think Molly and Zach were boring as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, so that bit of the prediction was right. I, I thought the, the guys would be on their best behavior. I said, like, Mitch, you know, he's got a free pass, a free hit, if you like. Um, but no one else seemed to really give too much of a shit that Molly was there. But uh, so, yeah, but I still think it was a mistake, to be honest, bringing Molly in. I mean, it, it properly, honestly, Zach off the reins would have been entertaining to watch. And he was just like kept in his lane, wasn't he? <laughs> he couldn't do anything. He couldn't speak to anyone. And then, honestly, it's, Chris, it's all gone to script. It's it's all we called this, and we said, you know, Molly will end up getting together with Zach again in Casa Amor. Katie will not recouple with anyone, but we'll have this faux kind of fake bloody uh, shock about you know Zach coupling up with someone else, and so it, it's that bit's all gone to script. I will say that there's probably one recoupling that that maybe wasn't predicted, but I think most of them were. Yeah, I think you're right, and I th- and I think looking at some of the guys that came into Casa, like Elon with, with Catherine, I think he's told her everything she wants to hear, Dave. I really do. I, I I know we'll talk about what happened with Scott and that. Obviously, she picked him when she came back in, but all the dialogue that he was saying was everything she wanted to hear, and there may be a connection, and he may be like, yeah, he's the man for me. But obviously, just before Casa, it was the little thing where Scott stuck up for and everything. So I, I'm not completely convinced by this couple, Dave, if I'm being honest. And I don't necessarily think it's Catherine. I think it's more Elon. 
However, what did you think of that whole dynamic, Dave, when she picked, obviously, over Scott, and Scott had done this big speech again, Annie, about how she was the one for him and blah, blah, blah. And then I'll do like it when someone comes in with someone because all the villas like, oh. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's fucking brilliant. I do love that little twist, whether you whether it's couples you think are dead on, not going to recouple, and then they do. So that wasn't necessarily a shock, but I just loved seeing Scott's face because he was like, oh, no. <laughs> So there's lots there, and this is the one that I I didn't really... It's not that I didn't see coming, but I thought it could go either way. What what I found, you know, again, with the massive hypocritical thing, and and honestly, I'm not sure it's just these narcissists that we see on this program, but I'm starting to question the human race and just how we see things, because... When Catherine had a bit of a kiss with Elon and then they, she's discussing it with the girls, they're doing the old grease, fucking tell me more, tell me more, and everyone's getting excited. It's like, oh, wow, oh, this is amazing. I was thinking, yeah, you won't be like that when the shoe's on the other fucking foot, will you? <laughs> you, know, you won't find it quite so giggly and funny then. But um, no, for because for, it was Catherine, like, oh, it was all giggly and funny. But what was uh, fantastic was to see fake nice guys like Scott really just switch on a fucking dime because <laughs> he got nasty really quick and she was having none of it as well. So I, I think, um, you know, Scott, again, in his own head, he's rewired the whole Castle or more conversations. He's, he's thinking he's been an absolute fucking saint and not even entertained having a conversation with anyone. Whereas I, I thought he was teetering on the edge a couple of times. So yeah, he, he came out with a, bit more venom than I thought he was. And I, I think it was a shitty look, to be honest. I think it was a shitty look. I do think Catherine probably shouldn't have bit back at him, but obviously when you're in defensive mode, fine. There's a little bit of chat of like, obviously at the end of the day, she's recoupled. He hasn't. And I think it's his pride more than anything. And I agree. I think his reaction was was pretty wrong, to be honest, Dave. It was sort of like, no, come on. And he's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's the gamer. And he was a few F-bombs thrown in there and all that. We'll see how that plays out with them. I still don't think, I still think there's a little bit of unfinished business there between them two. Obviously, Scott stuck up with, for her with the, the whole villa. But again, like you say, I, I, I'm still swaying towards what you've said, Dave. I just think, both of them didn't come out of it looking good, if I'm being honest. Even And I still think Elon in the background, he's just playing the game of, I wouldn't do that if you were my girlfriend trick, you know, the <laughs> famous guy trick. So I think there's going to be heartbreak there one way or the other, I must admit. Maybe. It's it's too early to say, really, isn't it? I mean, uh, the the people in Casamore, the Casamorians, Chris, they know what I the brief said is. That. They yeah, even said it. They even is. said it. I was like, fuck <laughs> off, Dave. Someone said Casamorians. I was like, oh, fuck <laughs> off. Now, if someone said the reality radar, they, then we would be yeah. in business. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I just think that they know what the brief is. They know they've got three days, Chris, which is... It still boggles my mind, the fact that these guys, you know, act all put out and everything. They know what the fucking show is. They know they've got to last three to four days maximum. That is it. That is all they've got to do. (laughs) And then they will recouple and face the fucking music. But it's not like, you know, if Castle Moore was like two weeks or something, 
I, I think that would make it much more interesting because that makes it almost as long as, as some of these, uh, let's say, established relationships. But, um, yeah, I, I just – I don't know. I, I think uh, – I don't see Scott and Catherine sort of reconciling, to be honest. But, you know, it's bloody Love Island, so who who knows? <laughs> you say that, Dave. You never know. <laughs> but one of the characters who pissed me off from the start, Dave, and he has done, is Sammy the Snake. And I say Sammy the Snake because anybody who's seen uh, Phoenix Night, Dave, knows that Sammy the Snake was a bouncy castle with a big cock sticking out the front of it, Dave, because he is a cock. And Sammy yeah. decides to kiss three of the girls when he's in there. Uh, sorry, two of the girls in there. But so I'm jumping a little bit. Here. However, we've got to talk about Ty after this, Dave, and his Jake-like performance in Casa Ramor. Um, But Sammy, I don't like him. He ended up picking Amber. Then he pies Amber off almost when he realizes, you know, obviously Jess hasn't recoupled. And he, he the way he speaks about Amber, I just this guy has no idea how to deal with women, how to be humble. He's just there for the fucking boys' holiday. He's an absolute blackguard, and I think he's a bellend, Dave, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean, look, he's tall, he's got killer abs. Um, and turkey teeth. So, you know, <laughs> he's going to do all right, isn't he, Where, wherever he goes. But the guy is a fucking knob. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's have he it is. right. And I thought the way he treated um, Amber was disgusting. I mean, she's literally said to him, don't go off and snog, was it Gabby? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't go off and snog her, you know, I, I sort of half joke, like joking around a little bit. It's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, Gabby, can we go have a chat, please? And he just does not give a fuck about anyone else other than himself. And, you know, you'll never get an apology out of him. So even when, you know, you got Amber in tears there, I mean, it's, I, I don't think it, it doesn't come off great as well. The fact that he looks older than he is. So I have to remember he is only 22, but he looks more mature, doesn't he? And, and so... He's only three years older, I think. I think Amber's 19. Um, you know, a few years older than her. But they, there looks like there's more of a gap. And you've got her being, like, all upset and stuff. And he just doesn't care. He's like, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. So, you know, and he chose Gabby. And then and then he ends up fucking dragging Amber in there. I mean, you know, it, it's just bizarre to me. But I think he is... The biggest bell end in the villa, to be honest, Chris. Yeah, I do. I do. And and look, Jessie's on her own, but she's not gone. And Katie's on her own. She's not gone. So let's see, Dave. And I, I tell you what, though, Dave, I, I'm touched on it. Ty, his whole Jake thing, as I said before, my God, that is going to come back and bite him on the arse in the movie night. It will if he gets back with Ella, which we'll talk about in a minute. But <laughs> he was just playing the game on it. He was like, yeah, he actually said his lines were... Now, Jake was very subtle, wasn't it? The way they framed it, we could all seize the audience, but the Islanders couldn't mm. see even the guys. Oh, you don't give a fuck, Ty. Yeah, treat like a lad's holiday. Go on. Out you <laughs> yeah. go, my little chill. Go and enjoy yourselves. I'll be sitting here with my halo on. I am not cheating. I am being a good boy. And that's exactly what they did, didn't they? You know, Sammy did it. Montel did it, Dave, which we'll talk about as well. But yeah, it wasn't a good look for Ty. And sort of think, like, gets his just desserts in the end of it, I think, to be up to a point. Yeah, I, like I say, I think 
Ty was more blatant. You know, he was definitely doing the Jake play. He was definitely egging everyone else on. And he's thinking, well, you know, me and Ella are going to couple back up again and we're going to cruise through to the final. So, uh, you know, it came back to bite him a little bit. And yeah, I think on movie night, it's going to become clear. That's the footage of Ty that they're going to show. They're going to show him egging everyone on. Now, I think Montel was the one that stood out the most because I think yeah. left to his own devices, he probably wouldn't have done anything. And that's by no way giving him a pass because he's a grown fucking bloke. So make your own decisions. But without that egging on, he probably wouldn't have done it. But, you know, a little bit of encouragement from Ty and he's away. That said, Ty's not there in the bed with them, you know, helping things along. So he's, <laughs> he's not, he's not Montel's fluffer. So you know, I, when we get to that whole recoupling, some of this uh, non-PG stuff, I, I think that might come back to bite. Well, I don't know if it was a bite, but um, you know, it might come <laughs> it back something. to bite someone. <laughs> what you know, I, I can only hope, Chris, we get some kind of recreation of Andrew and Tasha's uh, a lick to tit or suck to tit or whatever. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think the problem is, Dave. Like you know, obviously. He didn't think, uh, she didn't think, was he, Tink was the girl he kissed, was it? The, the, um, uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the non-PG in the bed stuff. I like the way that she was so direct. She's like, I'm not fucking having this. It wasn't like last series where the Casa girls met the OGs and then they had a discussion, did they, about what had happened and everything. Mm. It wasn't like that at all. It was simply her air interviews. Well, this wasn't until you told me that I was better than Leah. I mean, Leah's so monotone, Dave. I don't know if she's got a an angry uh, response to anything. She just stays in the lane. However, he can show, it shows that Leah's bullshitting it and doing it for the show because even finding out that there was a non-PG bedroom action, she went, oh, thanks for telling me. And I'm like, you absolute blagger. <laughs> you know, absolute blagger. It's like, we might see the fallout and maybe it was the shock. We have seen that before. I remember calling out a couple of the girls on Castor and then once they, they, they realise what's happened, it's like the embarrassment, they're upset quite rightly. I don't know. There was nothing in their relationship really, was there? And, you know, at the end of the day, I didn't like Montel's response. I didn't like any of it. Uh. He tried to pass it off like it was nothing. When he was backed into a corner, he was very dismissive of Tink. Like he, he spoke as if like nothing had happened and then she's saying, you're lying. And he's like, I'm not. And I'm thinking, well, if she's out the villa, unless we get Leah and Tick having a conversation, he's going to absolutely blag it till he gets away with it, I think. So I was quite shocked by his response, a bit let down. So I thought he's been one of the good guys in there, Dave, out of, out of a bunch of bellends. But that was not a good look for him, I didn't think. I agree with you. I, I think up until that point, I was prepared to give him a bit of a pass, you know, like it's my choice. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> mentally... I, I thought, well, you know, he was egged on. And even though I say, you know, he's he's kind of a, he is a grown man. So he has to take fucking responsibility for his own actions. You can kind of see how that situation arrived to that, to the conclusion that it did. But the way he behaved was shit. I mean, really, really bad. And so that, that made it look a whole lot worse. And I think, Chris, prediction for that couple. So Leah will actually, you know, on reflection, she'll decide that she's a bit more upset with Montel than she had shown, you know, in that initial kind of recoupling and when it's all coming out about the non-PG stuff. She'll be all upset about that. We'll have movie night, and then, again, the footage of Ty egging Montel on will be shown or will be forgiven. Yeah. 
I think so, Dave. We've seen this script, haven't we? And, yeah. and I think even, I mean, I mean, you look at, I was quite happy Whitney got with Lachlan, Dave. He acts like a yeah. woke. He, he acts like a, a grown man. He's not fucking childish. They, they seem pretty well connected. So let's see how they go on. And I was pleased for her that she actually got somebody, um, which, which is good. But then obviously, Dave, we had Mitch and Abby, actually, which was just a fucking non-event because Mitch was always going to come back with somebody and, and he had <laughs> to pick someone. So it had to be, you know, the lad from Sheffield, the plumber, ends up with someone who knows the royal family and has horses at the same stable as William and Harry. He's obviously going to work, Dave. You know, we, we know like, that opposites attract. It's like Lady Chattersley's, is it Chattersley's lover or something? At least he's, lover, he's, yeah, a bit, yeah. he's a bit of rough, isn't he? A bit of rough, home. yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Did you see as well? I believe these are, uh, one of the couples has split up from Winter Love Island as well, Dave. I, Sam told me and I forgot now who it was. That Ron and Lana? That's them, Ron and Lana, yeah. Not really shocked by that because he didn't want to move to Manchester. <laughs> she lives in Manchester. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I mean, honestly, you know, if you think the time that it takes to get out of Love Island, do all the fucking press tours, do all the interviews and everything, your magazine interviews, you know, you've got to think that carries you at least a few months. <laughs> and then when all that stopped, you know, to not even make it to the three-month mark is, is unbelievable, really. <laughs> It's Love Island, Dave. The deals have dried up, so so is the relationship, Dave. But anyway, people, <laughs> what do you think, Dave? This this was like the whole, the main event, I think, of Casa Amor was Ella Picanuzzi. Now, I think he's a good guy. I think he acts like an adult, Dave. You know, I'm not yeah. sure Ty has that in him just yet. But <sighs> Ty had, had done the full speech, Annie, and it was almost like someone had written that script for him. So we got the whole... <gasps> Oh my God, you know, like sort of thing. The whole villain, Mitch, was so dramatic when she walked in with him. And it was all for Team Ella. I thought what she said was great. I thought the way she directed it, he messed her about and he kept saying, I don't know, like you said, Sam, yeah, but he's, he's been open with her. He's going to explore. He did and he'd done different things, but his whole reaction to that was just king box office for me. It was so childish. He, he proper kicked off. His pride was hurt more than anything, I think. That's what it was. But then Ella, fucking hell, Dave, I was like, is this is, is, she, is this Olivia again? Are we seeing Olivia in a roundabout way? The whole Olivia action of like, well, you've got with someone and I, I, yeah, but I know she, I know they're not, I know Ty wasn't coupled up, but the way her dialogue went after that, was, she was like, she couldn't believe Ty was upset with her. I was like, Oh my God, I'm getting deja vu here from January. So, I mean, what did you think of that whole thing? Because it was a right shit show, and I loved it, Dave, I'll be honest with you. Will you stop reminding me of Olivia? Now I've just got that <laughs> monotone fucking voice in my head, like, oh, What's up with you, Dave? So, so fake. What's in it? You know what? Funny enough, I've just seen the new Fast and Furious film. I didn't see it in it once, Dave, and it's a long-ass fucking film, which I usually know Fast and Furious, and it was fucking rubbish this time. But anyway... Way in the background, fucking uh, you know, blurry and out hand. of focus and stuff. So, <laughs> Joey, our friend's hand model, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I think people are seeing this all kinds of different ways, Chris. And I, I just say, I, I'm in my usual position. I am team fucking no one. But actually, I think in this scenario, well, I, no, for different reasons. Right, I think Ella's actions are more shocking than Ty's. So 
the fact that Ty has absolutely spat his fucking dummy and behaved like a massive fucking bell-end child, uh, it, it's not really that out of character from what we've seen before. And I, I'm sure we discussed this last week, where I think Ty has been quite open about how much of a fucking player he is. You know, and now he's like, that's just been his life up to this point. And Ella's been the one forcing the issue of let's kind of become exclusive. Or they didn't use the word exclusive, did they? But they said they're, they're closed off. And I said at the time, she's forced that. There's no need to, on week three or four, for them to do that. But okay, he's kind of gone along with it. And then she's the one who fucking walks in with someone else. So it just I just find the hypocrisy higher with Ella than I do with Ty. But, you know, Chris, again, this is a well-trodden path, isn't it? So give it one, two, no, probably, let's say two days. They're going to be back together. And that, that's it. All will be forgiven. And Uzi yeah. will end up coupling up with someone else. So it's just, it's the way it's going to go, isn't it? It is, and I think the the actual conspiracy theory is that Uzi will get with Katie, Dave. So uh, that's yeah. what I've read. I've been reading that for a few days. Yeah, just you're right. You've absolutely nailed it. Her whole reaction was like, "No, Ellie, you, you're in. You're with somebody who wants to be with you, maybe for the duration of the show, but he, he, he's not going to mess you about. He, he seems so grown up to tie, but there, it's pulling on your heartstrings again." And I'm like, "Oh." fuck's sake i was just like god's sake this is just gonna drag on and on now yeah the, so the other thing that i've seen that the like theory is well you know because of ty's previous behavior you know it kind of forced ella into recoupling well why the fuck did she force the issue to to go exclusive then yeah if, if she genuinely thought he's going to be like that in this massive fucking surprise that is casa more that comes along why force the issue to make you know, make it exclusive and put a label on it. It's just, it's just fucking nonsense. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, like I say, I'm team fucking no one, but I think Ty has been more consistent with who he is. Yeah, fair enough. Let's see, Dave, because you're right. By weekend, they'll be back together and I'll be forgiven. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice one, Dave. Thank you for that, mate. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, yeah, Casa is just Casa and more. So uh, really appreciate all your support, guys, as always. If you do want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. But if also on social media, at cdrealitycast. Please go to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. Come and join us as we race up to 700 friends over there. Big thanks to Charlene, as always. Uh, if you do want to support us a little bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. So the roll call of honour for today is... Amanda, Larissa, Helen, Macy, Nicola, Emma, Fiona, Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Chloe, Noreen, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Susan, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu, Green, and Ken Gustafson. So thank you so much for all your support, guys. We really appreciate it. Amazing. That list is unbelievable. So thank you so much. That's awesome, Chris. Well, thank you very much, sir. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. Thanks to all our supporters. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye.